Hello everyone, my name is Meredith Brackbill and welcome to the It's a Feeling podcast where I talk about mental health and give advice. So this past week I've been traveling a little bit and traveling tends to make me think about my life and how I can be a better person and how I can improve my work. Specifically talking about my podcast, I've been thinking a lot about how I can maximize what I'm doing here, how you guys are able to get the most out of your experience because this is for you. I want you to not only be entertained by being able to listen to something, but I want you to be able to learn. I want us to become a community. So if you could go to the It's a Feeling podcast on Instagram, maybe leave a comment, shoot me a DM, or submit a contact form on the It's a Feeling podcast.com. Drop the the. It's actually It's a Feeling podcast.com. My bad. And just tell me what you think I could do better. Um, maybe tell me what you're liking about it. I'm looking for constructive criticism. This is this is a new business and I would love to know what I could be doing better so that you can get the most out of this. So I wanted to talk about negative self-scripts today and I'm going to start out with the definition. Negative self-scripts are the negative beliefs you have about yourself and of which you remind yourself daily. Negative statements about yourself which sprinkle your everyday conversation. So now I'm butting in. That was I was just reading the definition, but in my life, my negative script was just my brain. I was just telling myself all of these horrible things. Like if I was doing bad in school, I would just be telling myself, Meredith, you are so stupid. Like, why do you think you can do this? You should just drop out now. And I I don't even know. It was it's it's a horrible thing actually to have a negative self-script because if you let it get to the point that it's taking over, then you're just bullying yourself and you're filling your brain with negativity and you're ultimately going to become a negative person. And I touched on this in last week's episode. It's pretty short if you want to go listen to it. It's I talk about the importance of having a good inner circle and I mean no-brainer, you're the biggest person in your inner circle. You have to live with yourself. And if you are bullying yourself, if you're being a negative person, if you're putting yourself down all the time, you're going to be a negative person. So this isn't, I haven't done like too much research. I just kind of wanted to do a story time, my experience, what I did, what it looks like in my life. So that's all I'm going to be doing here. None of this is the right way to go about it. Maybe if you recognize that you're having an issue with this, maybe you should talk to someone, but do feel free to try out what I'm going to say worked for me. And I hope it works for you. So my negative self script, if you listened to my very first episode, my depression and ADHD story, I talk about how my depression really started when I started to struggle in school. That's when my ADHD kind of started to push through and really show in my everyday life and how I functioned. And I really would put myself down about not being able to focus or not being able to perform in school. And it really, it really bothered me. I really let it get to me. And that's kind of what 
started my negative self-script and that really fueled my depression because if you can fix your negative self-script and become a more positive person, I truly believe that you'll notice a difference in your depressive behaviors and thoughts. You need to minimize what kind of negativity you're putting into your life and you should really start with yourself and your script. You should be telling yourself positive things about yourself. So I'm going to start with how I fixed it. And this is a bit tricky because, you know, I'm still living my life. I'm literally only 19 years old and I still have a negative self-script. And that's something I wanted to highlight is all of us, all of us are going to be putting ourselves down at one point or another, but it's all about minimizing how much you do that and catching yourself. Catching yourself is first. You need to notice that you have the problem and you need to stop it. So when I would notice that I would say negative things to myself, I would take a second and I would analyze them. I'd be like, well, why do I think that? Is that really true? Would someone else think that that's true? And what's actually true? If I was like in a deep depressive state and I was just telling myself things like, Meredith, you're you're hopeless. There's no hope for you. Nobody loves you. You are not a good person. You're terrible. You're worthless. You have nothing to live for. Why are you even here? Just just leave. Those are really dark things. And I'm going to be honest, those are real things that I would kind of think to myself and tell myself are true. And I had to sit there and I had to think about it. I had to be like, Meredith, Are those really true? Why are you saying those things in the first place? What do all the people that love you really think about you? And what would they say about you telling yourself those things? And I noticed that my parents, my my loved ones, the people in my inner circle, they wouldn't think that any of those things are true. They think I'm smart and they think I'm beautiful and they think I'm capable, they see the worth in me, and sorry, I'm getting choked up because it's reminding me of a dark time in my life because I I truly believe those things, and that's the dangerous part about your self-script is that you, I, you've probably heard, like, you can tell yourself something so many times and it becomes true, and that's how it is. Like, you really start to believe all of these horrible things you're telling yourself, and I feel like that's just a big part of depression. I, I think that's like, like if depression's the car, I feel like negative self-scripts is the fuel that keep them going. And you really need to just stop fueling if you want the depression to stop going. And for me, it took going to therapy, but Going to that room and talking to your therapist isn't enough because you need to be actively working towards getting rid of it yourself at all times. If you really want to fix an issue like this, you you need to be putting in the work. And if you're listening to this and you know someone who needs to be doing something like this, I also want you to know you can't force someone to fix this. They need to be willing to do it themselves or else it's just not going to happen. It's one of those things where if they don't put in the work themselves, if they don't truly want to get better, they probably won't because will is everything when it comes to your mental health and it can make or break all aspects of it. 
Another thing that I would do is I actually had my boyfriend be my accountability partner in this area during a time when it was kind of bad. If he caught me like just like just like slipping, slipping something negative, like uh, like I drop something and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so stupid, like my bad or I, I it's really hard for me to just like think of something off the top of my head. But if he caught me just like saying I'm stupid or if he like caught me saying I'm so ugly, like when I look past a mirror or just anything along those lines, he would be like, Meredith, that's not true. Seriously, stop it. You know, because for me, I, I don't know if this works for everyone, but for me, seeing that me hurting myself was hurting someone that I loved, that just made me want to fix it even more because I hate seeing the people that I love hurting. I really think that letting the people that you love most in and letting them help you is going to help you. <laughs> I mean, just just like that. Because letting Andrew into what I was really telling myself helped fix me because I saw how it was affecting him and it made me want to stop and accountability partners are great for more than just things like this they're great for and there's other names for it you know like your gym buddy or someone doing a diet with you or I I don't know some area in your life where you're wanting to improve having someone alongside you working on those improvements with you is going to make all the difference and more than not it'll keep you on the right track and having people in my life that keep me accountable when I set a goal and I want to reach it helps me reach it. Because if I don't tell anyone that I'm going to do something, then, you know, I, I might do it for like a day, a week at most, you know, and then I'll kind of slip off of it because, oh, nobody knows about it. So, you know, it's okay. It's not embarrassing. And I mean, that's a safe way to play it. Like I've heard, I've heard people say, you know, like keep your goals quiet and then like show them, you know, and that's like a real power move. And I think that's really cool if you have the self-discipline, but for me, I don't have that kind of self-discipline. That's something I touched on in last week's episode as well is something that I look for in like my inner circle, the people that I surround myself with, they have self-discipline. That's something that, that's a character trait that they have that I want to rub off on me. So in terms of accountability partners, they're important because if I don't tell anyone that I am going to, I don't know, for example, start a diet, I'm going to do it for 75 days. If I don't tell anyone that I'm going to do that, who's going to keep me accountable? I'm sure not. If I eat a cookie, no one's going to be like, why are you doing that? I thought you were on a diet. They'll be like, oh, cool. You know, or they won't say anything. I mean, that's just how it is for me. And maybe that's not how it is for you. But ultimately, the point that I wanted to make today is that we need to be kind to ourselves. Let's keep our minds full of positivity so that we can have not only great days, but great lives. So if you like this episode, please leave the podcast a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Subscribe if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast platform. And follow me on the It's a Feeling podcast and Meredith Brackbill on Instagram. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I really hope that you stick around. Bye.